Hello and welcome back to Best Lens. I'm Bethany and I'm so glad you have joined me in looking through my lens on living a faith-filled life. Hey, hey, we are back and so this is June, end of coming into July, not the mm. end of July. <laughs> uh, crazy, man. But uh, we it's are... It's going fast enough, Beth. <laughs> Don't make it go faster. Don't skip to the end yeah. of July. But uh, we are coming back to the next chapter of Revelation for the mm. last three churches. I hope you've all been on the edge of your seat all month waiting for this. Mm. Well, and also studying them for yourself. Oh, yes. So you might know more than we know. Yeah. Never just take our word for things. You know, we, we want you yeah, to man. go and study for yourself. This mm-hmm. should be just an encouragement to be like, hey, this is an interesting topic. I want to see for myself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we've had good, bads and uglies. Had good, bads and uglies. I don't know. What is bad, next? Bad, good and bad. Oh, Um, Yeah, so we've got more interesting churches to go through. Um, Mm -hmm. I think we'll probably just do the same sort of thing as we did last time. We'll read a church, we'll Mm -hmm. go for it. Mm -hmm. I I don't know who's. You start. Okie doke. So, first of all, we are starting off chapter three with the church in Sardis. Mm. So. And to the angel of the church in Sardis write, the words of him who has the seven spirits of God and the seven stars. I know your works. You have the reputation of being alive, but you are dead. Wake up and strengthen what remains and is about to die. For I have not found your works complete in the sight of my God. Remember then what you received and heard. Keep it and repent. If you will not wake up, I will come like a thief and you will not know what hour I will come against you. Yet you will still have you still have a few names in Sardis, people who have not soiled their garments and they walk with me in white for they are worthy. The one who conquers will be clothed thus in white garments and I will never blot his name out of the book of life. I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. He who has an ear, let him hear what the spirit says to the churches. I love the fact that it really is like, I want you to hear me. It's after every church says, let him hear. If you have an ear, let him hear. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This um, title that I have for this one is the dead church mm. oh that's not a good title for church no. because you've got the living word which is the bible mm-hmm. you've got the eternal father son holy spirit mm-hmm. you do not want a dead church no Mm-mm. no now uh, before we start i should mention oh, that if no no please i'm um, excited just just so you know if you're just jumping onto this podcast mm. randomly we do have a podcast from last month that has the first churches oh yeah and four yeah the first four churches so mm. that's for the whole of chapter two so there may be a few things that we sort of reference in this sure. one or yeah. points that maybe you would like to know so if mm. you want to go listen to that one go for it and if you're returning then welcome back nice yeah um jesus in this one, there is no commendation whatsoever. Oh. Only condemnation. Oh dear. It's not like I know you've done this, you know, I know what you've I know how things are. But actually, like it says, people think you're alive mm-hmm. and I've and, and it says actually you're dead. Mm-hmm. Do you know what, actually? I think well, that actually. this it it's a really harsh like way to put it. It's like obviously a really bad thing, but I think that quite a lot of us can have this sort of Mm. idea i think mm. i can be guilty of this quite a lot because maybe not being dead 
But as a pastor's daughter, I always felt like people looked at me like I had, like, you know, I just had my Bible study all the time Mm, and mm -hmm. was always doing these sorts of things. Did you not? But, well, you see... (laughs) I'd be up at the front of meetings, like, and I'd be doing all these things, but sometimes my quiet times, they were not good. They were mm, not great. Absolutely, absolutely. I, and I think this is not, like, particularly we've got to go, oh, goodness, you know, like, this is horrendous and this is what we are. At yeah. the same time, I've got to go, I think we've got to go, this is what we could be. Yeah. So, like, if you so, allow that to continue, I think. Yeah, I was really challenged a few years ago being like, you know, you have the reputation of being so alive. Mm-hmm. Like, I genuinely do. Like, as a pastor's mm-hmm. family, we mm-hmm. have the reputation of being really holy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes we're not. And Excuse we need to sort you. of live up mm-hmm. to our reputation, yeah. I think. Yeah, absolutely. And and it's at times as well, like, you know, um, I heard this, there's this one guy, he's called Keith Green. Um, he died quite young in a... In a plane crash but he mm. was um um he, he was a songwriter i think one of his most famous songs he's that we sing is um there is a redeemer mm. in that song mm-hmm. that, i think that's what either him and his wife wrote that but anyway he said that one time he went to church and he said the worst thing that happened what a bad thing that happened was that he preached without the anointing of christ or the holy spirit mm. he said the worst thing was nobody noticed Ooh, and like yeah. you know that, that whole thing I remember hearing that way back um, and always thinking I do not want to do anything in church that doesn't have the anointing of the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. but that often doesn't correlate with my real life like sometimes you know I get up in the morning and I check Instagram and mm-hmm. Facebook and I you know I read a verse on Instagram I think that's made them a quiet time do, do you know what I mean? and it's like yep. actually we need to be aware of the, like being a dead church didn't start off being a dead church you yeah. don't start a church thinking I just don't I'm not going to be bothered yeah. there's, a, there's a, a life and a vital, vitality is that a good word and a desire for God that over time shades and shifts yeah so apparently Sardis was known for its softness and luxury oh, really? so I guess uh, like the, the place itself mm. not just the church the place mm-hmm. was quite like a comfort place mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. you didn't you didn't have maybe have to work as hard I don't know or yeah. maybe they worked hard so that they could relax well mm-hmm. and so having the reputation of being alive but you are dead almost makes sense in yeah. the place that they are but I think that we should never use that our place or mm-hmm. our circumstances to excuse our actions yeah very true um, again I've written down some of the titles that people have given or mm-hmm. thoughts and it's quite good actually in verse 2 um, he says it's mm-hmm. about being sensitive to sin mm. so that's really good isn't it to be sensitive to sin because we can become quite a oh well hardened towards mm-hmm. it then it says be supportive of the faithful in verse 4 because um, it says yeah, you still have a few names in Sardis people who have not sold their garments so be faithful mm-hmm. and be supportive of them be submissive to the control of the Holy Spirit in verse 3 remember then what you received and heard keep it um, and then be subject to the authority of God's word and then be sorry and repent all in verse 3 so it's quite it's, it's got a lot for us to focus on hasn't mm-hmm. it and if we can do any of all of those things that'd be awesome mm-hmm. so verse 2 talks about wake up and in some other versions it says be watchful mm. and I like this appears a lot in the bible this theme of be watchful wake mm. up stay mm-hmm. awake and I love that Mm-hmm. Isn't he's not just saying you know pay attention because that's mm-hmm. what it means mm-hmm. he's saying stay awake wake mm-hmm. up this way this time he's saying wake up because he's like you're not paying attention wake mm-hmm. up yeah quite often he's saying stay awake mm-hmm. because he's saying stay alert mm-hmm. in history or historically sardis
this was defeated twice already like already oh, really? because of their confidence so they hadn't been oh, watching. watching they hadn't oh, been ready yeah. it's not because like they were just overpowered it's just mm. because they were too cocky and they were like yeah. oh we're fine yeah. and so he's saying hey look at your history you need to wake up and you need to watch out because you're not doing well just now that's good i like that yeah cool um another thing i really liked so later mm. on it does talk about the people that are you know walking in white Mm-hmm. and it says you talk to me white all the time yeah we were got, talking about this, this it's really pictorial <laughs> language and we were saying if you take it really literally it could be quite bad they could be as a church reading this going all right okay it's all good if we all wear white we're fine <laughs> but what he's saying is um that the the few names that have actually done well they walk with me in white mm. and walking with god is like quite a, it's a good picture of having fellowship with mm. him you know in the garden they walked mm-hmm. with him mm-hmm. and it's also it's showing that you don't just fellowship with him a little bit you walk through life with him and the difference between like the people that did well and the people that didn't do well was how close they walked with god mm, yeah so th- those other people were walking, but they weren't walking with God. Yeah. And so they were doing bad. And the other guys, they were like, we're going to walk with God. We're going to live every part of our life thinking about mm. how we can walk mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. God. And it's that's an eternal purpose as well, mm-hmm. isn't it? Like, I think once you have your... We've talked about this before on the podcast, I think. Like, when you have your mind fixed on eternal things, mm-hmm. then the way that you live life, you live it differently. Yeah, absolutely. And you walk according to that. And, and that's, like, you know, as you've said that, that's just my dream and desire is to walk with Christ. But mm-hmm. boys are boys are boys. Things get in the way, yeah. don't they? Exactly. There are obstacles to walk around, walk over, walk through. And, you know, it's really tough. And, and it's that whole thing as well, I think, where, you know, the continual reminders to wake up yeah. or to be watchful and yeah. then to think, actually, that's what I need to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Philadelphia. Philadelphia, some that, cheese. That, well, this is a famous one, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. Philadelphia means brotherly love, doesn't mm-hmm. it? So uh, we know of, um, we know about Philadelphia in a way. Um, but yeah, go for it. Are you reading this one or is it me? You're reading this one. I'm reading this one? Mm-hmm. Oh, excellent. Okay. And to the angel of the church in Philadelphia write, the word of the Holy One, the true one, who is the key of David, who opens and no one will shut, who shuts and no one opens. I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door which is which no one is able to shut. That's such a good verse and I bumbled over it. Let me do that again. <laughs> I know your works. Behold, I have set before you an open door which no one is able to shut. I know that you have but little power and yet you have kept my word and have not denied my name. Behold, I will make those of the synagogue of Satan who say that they are Jews and are not, but lie. Behold, I will make them come and bow down before your feet, and they will learn that I have loved you, because you have kept my word about patient endurance. I will keep you from the hour of trial that is coming on the whole world to try those who dwell on the earth. I am coming soon. Hold fast what you have so that no one may seize your crown. The one who conquers, I will make him a pillar in the temple of my God. Neither shall he go out of it, and I will write on him the name of my God, and the name of the city of my God, the new Jerusalem, which comes down from my God out of heaven, and my own new name. He who has an ear, let him hear what the church says to the, what the Spirit says to the churches. Oh my goodness, my reading was bad. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't know what happens whenever you, you read sometimes, like, just... I know. Yeah. I, I think I was, like, completely, like, tumbling over like, the whole thing of um, crowns and conquering and pillars and I was like what is going on here pretty crazy isn't it 
Yeah, so what's the title for this one, Mama? Oh, the title for this one, let me tell you. It is The Faithful Church. This is a good one. This is a good one. This is, and there's four things that Christ commended for them that, that they um, were doing. They had an open door, mm-hmm. they had little strengths, they mm-hmm. kept the word of God, and they had not denied the Lord. Yeah. Oh, man, let's do that. <laughs> let's be those. So, I don't know if this is really relevant, but apparently okay. this is the youngest of the churches. Oh, I see. And, like, sometimes we can be like, ah, well, that's why they were still faithful. You know, they haven't gone through <laughs> their time yet. Yeah. And, well, maybe that might be true, do you know? But I think we should really strive to be like a church that has just been set up. It was originally set up as a missionary base. Right. And then turned into like a church. And whenever you just have that mindset of, we've just started this church. It's so exciting. You should keep that mindset forever. Mm, You should always have the mindset of a young church. Yeah. Yeah. And of a church that can do a massive difference. Like, Mm -hmm. I think... um, I don't know who I heard it from, but somebody was saying that they were asking, like, the Lord for their church, what should we do next? Mm-hmm. I was like, isn't that awesome? Because we get quite stuck mm-hmm. in what we're doing now. Mm-hmm. But what should we do next? Mm-hmm. Like, I thought that was so cool, wasn't it? Forward yeah. thinking. I do love the verse 8. I have set before you an open door, which mm. no one is able to shut. Because we often talk yes. about pushing doors. Yeah. Um, yep. We talk about when we're, we're trying to figure out what we're doing, we push the door. And if mm. I quite often say, if it swings open, then it's the one. Because if mm. it doesn't swing open, <laughs> then God's not opened mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you feel all that resistance, it's, it's maybe just you to like try, you know, you need some yeah. work at things. You can't just be like, oh, well, it didn't happen easily. Yeah. But God opens doors for you. And he says mm-hmm. that no man can shut the door that yeah. he opens for absolutely. you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's really cool, isn't it? That actually, if we live a spirit filled, spirit, you know, trusting, um, spirit speaking life, mm-hmm. then we're not going to miss out. Mm-hmm. on something like he is going to you know he he's so gent- generous and gentle but he's also like hey elizabeth this door is open like yeah. to me and sometimes i can be resistant and be mm-hmm. like nah. and he's like no listen the door is open yeah. like to me, he keeps on guiding us and leading us mm-hmm. and we don't miss out on anything like i don't feel it's like you're going oh do you know what i didn't get that thing yeah because actually i, I don't even remember looking back anything that I really went for. Oh, mm-hmm. I wanted to go and live in Spain. <laughs> Way back when? in the day, when I was in Bible College, I wrote to the, the Spanish missionaries and I said to them, hey, listen, I think I'm the person you need. <laughs> I said, you don't know me from Adam. And then the guy wrote back and says, I would know you from Adam because I think Adam would have a beard. Huh. That's what he said. But anyway, I didn't go and live in Spain as a missionary. Nope. And actually, that was a good thing for me. I don't think you me. would have been able to cope with the heat. I would not. And I wouldn't have had you. And well, the rest true. of your siblings. <laughs> so, you know, that was not for me. But yeah. I, you know, probably was disappointed at the time. Yeah. But it was a door that closed. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. Yeah, I love him. It says, you have but little power. And we can think, oh, yeah. they've just got a little bit of power. Mm-hmm. But actually, this isn't negative at all. He's saying, no. you've got power. You've got genuine power. You've got a little bit of it, yeah. but you have genuine power. And mm. I love that because I'm going to use that. Yes. And sometimes we can just be like, oh, but I haven't got enough. I can't yeah. do it. Mm-hmm. And like dad used the quote yesterday in church, which I love. He, that he, God doesn't call the equipped. He equips mm. the called. Mm-hmm. He calls you and then he equips you to be yeah. able to do what he wants and you to do. Little as much when God is in it mm-hmm. so it came, like that little lunch that the boy brought you mm-hmm. know it, it was enough for his little belly yeah 
And yet, you know, what was in his hand was only small and yeah. he gave it to God and God did amazing things mm-hmm. with it. And that's what he's saying, isn't he? Because he, mm-hmm. is, he is saying to them, you know, your power is little, but still you've kept my word, you've kept my name and you've not denied me. Well done. Yeah. Do you know I mean? So we can look at ourselves and go like, and, and, and the thing is as well, the Bible says like his strength is made perfect through our weakness. Mm-hmm. It's not always the, the abilities that we have. Sometimes it's the disabilities we have mm-hmm. that God uses. Sometimes it's the inabilities we have. Yeah. Sometimes it's the like full paths. Like I am constantly saying something that's wrong. <laughs> and in that, the Lord is able to sometimes bring a conversation out of that mm-hmm. and make it into something good. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, it's great what he can do through us, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So then further on, mm-hmm. um, he sort God says... Behold, I will. And he talks about all the things he's going to do. Mm. And then after that, he asks them to do things. He yes. says, I'm coming soon. Hold fast what you have. And so before asking them to do things, he says, hey, I'm going to do these things for mm. you. And that's why you should do this, yes. which is so often the case in the Bible. And we're like, you know, Christianity is so demanding. We have to do this. We have to do that. But we do this because of the great mm. wonders that don't even compare to the mm. things that we have to do. And we've no idea of most of the stuff that actually mm-hmm. God is doing for us yep. on a constantly daily basis and mm-hmm. minute by minute. I, I love the, you, you went over a wee bit fast for me, mm. but I am coming soon. Yeah. Soon. Mm-hmm. Like in his sequence, seemingly the word is taku, and it's mm-hmm. soon. Like, you know, I, he is coming soon. And I know yeah. at that point, you know, that's however many hundreds of years ago yeah like yeah i know. think the, the word that word soon it actually means quickly and so quickly. like when so he, he comes come. he's coming quick yeah and so yeah. he's saying hold fast because if you don't have it then i'm gonna come and there's gonna be no warning and i'm coming yes. and he's like so every time he asks us to do something it's not really for mm. like his benefit it is but it's for our benefit mm-hmm. he's saying hold fast because when i come i want to have yes. you with me yeah the thing is well that jesus could do and the holy spirit and god they could do anything here on earth without us Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? If if the if needs must, they could do it, but mm-hmm. they allow us to be part of it. So mm-hmm. praying, praying doesn't really often change anything mm-hmm. more than it changes us. Yeah, it changes situations, but God already knows what's going to happen. But it changes our hearts to become more attuned to the will of God. Yeah, and it, it's amazing, isn't it? So it's for us going to church. Going to church is you know amazing to worship God, but actually going to church changes us Mm -hmm. because we meet with other christians and we worship in that way and we hear the word of god and all the things that we do in christianity really is for our own benefit but we do it as unto the lord Mm -hmm. and it's it's so good Mm. so good right are we on to the no we're not well do you know what i actually do you know the the bit about name so in verse is it 12 Mm-hmm. Um, and it says never shall he go out of it and I'll write on him the name of my God and the name of the city of my God and New Jerusalem and, and and then it goes on to my own new name Um, well seemingly name in this instance means nature so <laughs> I really want the nature of God yeah written on you amazing wouldn't it be aye imagine going into a shop and they're like oh, she's got the nature of God <laughs> that'd be so cool wouldn't it yeah, because I'm not sure I always display the nature no, of God. No, <laughs> somebody annoys me. Actually, there's there are definite issues with the sanctification at times. Yeah. But 
that's a process that we are learning and and I think recognizing it too you know we were talking mm-hmm. about this last month I remember we talked about you know not always doing our quiet times not always mm-hmm. joking me and I was like but it's when I ever think I don't have to that there's mm-hmm. a problem a real mm-hmm. problem it's when I, I sit back sometimes and go do you know what I have not really spoken to the Lord that mm-hmm. then I'm aware of it and I realize the need of it yeah I think that's healthy, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Bethany, you're doing the last one. I hope you can say it right. Laodicea. Oh, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah. I like that. It's not not a good church. It's a bad one, Beth. (laughs) But at least you can see it. So this one's called The Lukewarm. Yeah, not great. This is the heading for this one. So we're starting at verse 14 of chapter 3. Last one. Yeah. And to the angel of the church in Laodicea write... The words of the Amen, of the faithful and true witness, the beginning of God's creation. I know your works. You are neither cold nor hot. Would that you were either cold or hot. So because you are lukewarm and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. For you say, I am rich, I have prospered, and I need nothing, not realising that you are wretched pitiable, poor, blind and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined by fire so that you may be rich and white garments so that you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see. Those whom I love I reprove and discipline so be zealous and repent. Behold I stand at the door and knock if anyone hears my voice and opens the door I will come into him and eat with him and he with me. The one who conquers, I will grant him to sit with me on my throne as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. That is bad, isn't it? This church made Christ ill. Yeah. You made them that's, sick. That's quite impressive, actually. Isn't it? That's yeah. like, wow. That's <laughs> nasty, isn't it? Yeah. They were compromising, they mm-hmm. were conceited, and they were Christless. Mm-hmm. So Laodicea mm-hmm. actually means rule of the people. Mm-hmm. And this is not the case in my version. Okay. I have the ESV, but right. in the New King James Version, all the, addre- like, the addresses to the church, it says, like this is the case in the ESV, but it says... Um, the church in Pergamum, the church in Thyatira, the church in Sardis, the church in Philadelphia, and in the ESV it says the church in Laodicea, but right. in the New King James Version, it actually says the church of the Laodiceans, because mm-hmm. it was basically yeah, saying, time. you just do whatever you want to do. Mm. You have the rule of the people. You don't oh, actually listen to what God mm. wants. That hurts your heart, doesn't mm-hmm. it? Wow. You don't want that. Nope. That's, that's not what is good. Yeah, a recent sermon in church was talking about, um, I had never heard this word before, a theocracy. Mm. So, you know, you have your democracy, which mm-hmm. is when the people rule, the mm-hmm. monarchy, when the king rules, but mm-hmm. the theocracy is when it was directly from God. So that's what you had before all the kings back yes. in the Old Testament. And then the people wanted a king, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah. And um, God allowed it. Yeah. He? And then now we've kind of come to a democracy. And in Britain, we still have a monarchy as well. But we've got quite a good democracy. Yeah. But 
actually a church shouldn't be a democracy mm. a church should be a theocracy mm. we should have different people in our church having a say because we can't have one person mm. being like i've heard this from god mm. and this mm. is authority because we don't know for certain that mm. they are completely on Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the right track so we have to have different people you know spouting their knowledge of god <laughs> but it shouldn't be just spouting their own knowledge no it no. should not be a democracy where it's whenever mm. anybody in the church thinks hey we should do this we all go okay mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that's what happened here and um, well they were neither hot nor cold were they they nope. were lukewarm and, and yep. he does say i will spit you out of my mouth and I love this next bit. Um, when I say love, I think it's really interesting. In verse 17, he says, For you say, so this is their personal evaluation. Uh-huh. For you say, I am rich, I have prospered, and I need nothing. <laughs> and then he gives them Jesus' evaluation. But actually, um, you're not realizing that you're wretched, pitiable, poor, blind, and naked. Mm-hmm. And they're looking at themselves going, We're rich. Yeah. And he's saying you're poor. And this is literally what you were just saying is like when we realize that we do need to do things, mm-hmm. even when we're not doing them, it's maybe not like the ideal situation, but at least you do know you need to do it. And you yeah. say to yourself, hey, mm-hmm. I haven't read the Bible in a while. Let's go do that. These people were like, actually, we're good. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We have nailed this. And God's like, no, you haven't. Yes. I am. Um, I love that Elidthea was was famous actually for a powder that when it was mixed with water would, would create a salve mm-hmm. that had med- medical benefits for their eyes mm-hmm. and basically he uses this and he says yeah. to them you know um you may clothe yourself and the shame of your nakedness may not be seen and salve to anoint your eyes so that you may see mm-hmm. i just think that's it's so super clever using like and the holy spirit often does this doesn't it? because paul is the same doesn't he he uses poetry of the day mm-hmm. and and, and uses things comical like, he's comical because yes. he's literally it's like it's sarcasm here yes. he's like mm, yes. you're kind of blind maybe you should find some self oh wait you actually make that <laughs> yeah it's not working yeah yeah for sure so it's it's really really quite a, a thing isn't it and and then in verse um, 19 it says those whom i love i reprove and discipline that mm-hmm. word actually means nurture mm. i love that yeah. isn't it those whom i love because you know, we've got a big talk about these days about how we discipline our children and yeah. how and how we don't really, to be mm-hmm. honest. We're not really allowed to, really, in any other way. You know, you're not allowed to say no to them. You're not allowed to um, discipline them. And yeah, actually, what verse is this, sorry? That's verse 19. Okay, thanks. Um, and it's actually then nurturing them, giving them yeah. boundaries, because actually yeah. without boundaries, everybody struggles. Mm-hmm. We and were talking the other day about it. how boundaries let you know that you are loved Mm -hmm. because when you say to a child hey don't stick your hand in the oven it's not because you hate them and don't Mm. want them to have fun it's because you're like i don't want you to get hurt i want you to learn that that is going to hurt you and so the child then knows i am loved enough to Mm-hmm. like maybe not at that point the, the little child is not like oh mm-hmm. I'm so loved but mm-hmm. he grows up knowing <laughs> that his parents or his guardians love him enough mm-hmm. to keep him safe or her yeah yeah verse 20 is the saddest verse I think mm-hmm. in this whole thing because mm-hmm. Jesus is on the outside of his church here yeah do you know they have left him out and yeah. he's so gracious and so gentlemanly that he doesn't barge his way into his church. Mm-hmm. He stands at the door and he knocks. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's that's such a picture, isn't it? Yeah. Like we have the opportunity to have the Holy Spirit 
within our yeah. in our churches and sometimes we leave them outside yeah it's even after we talk about like this church made him sick yeah this church had mm, disgraced yeah. him so much and instead of saying you know what i am done with you he yeah. says i stand at the door and knock and if you open it i'll come yeah, i will come and, and i will eat, eat with you yes. and that's a big sign you know like in those days eating yeah. was like a big deal yeah, like absolutely. eating with someone still, it's still not a big deal isn't it really yeah. like it's, it's important now yeah. like you know we don't really know we say that we don't really know people in church until we actually sit down yeah. and fellowship with but them. yeah it had a whole lot of symbolism yeah. then you yeah. know if you ate a meal with someone it showed you were accepting of them and mm. all these sorts of things mm-hmm. and he's saying i don't like what you're doing but if you open up to me again i will come back to you because i so want you to mm. live with me and what an amazing um, opportunity that they they, they, they then have mm-hmm. in verse 21 the one who conquers I will grant him to sit with me on my throne yeah. as I also conquered and sat down with my father on his throne what struck me about this section is how much he hates the lukewarmness of them he actually yeah. says yeah. like he, well it doesn't say this literally but it says he would rather that they were either cold or hot yeah. He'd almost rather yeah. if they were just like, do you know yeah. what? Let's just be cold. Yeah. Let's not celebrate God. Yeah. Because he's like, right now, you're thinking that you're doing well. Yeah. You're thinking, goodness, we've made it. And you're bringing people, they're probably still bringing people into their church and teaching them this. They're yes. teaching them, hey, look, this is how you worship God. Yes. But actually, they're just sort of doing their random things and like doing whatever they want to do. And they're, when they're teaching other people that, God was so upset by this that he's mm. like, I would rather you just like shut down yeah that you just weren't there because like obviously he wants them to come back to him Mm -hmm. but he hates when we do our own thing and call it christianity Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so yeah absolutely and that is definitely the way and it's about consistently bringing it back Mm -hmm. and saying is this the way forward lord what do you want us to do Mm -hmm. holy spirit lead us guide us help us Mm -hmm. because actually we don't want to be either mm-hmm. directly yeah, like because when we claim to be his yeah. but we're not actually following him at all yeah. times we're an yeah. awful example of christianity Absolutely. yeah and yeah. that's where it comes where those people have said i don't want to be a christian because of the christians i've met mm-hmm. the christians mm-hmm. they've met are these christians Look that have said yeah, exactly. that, yeah oh yeah i'm a christian but are actually yeah. not yeah. in love with jesus absolutely absolutely this not has not really got massive to do with the churches but um mm-hmm. i just found this out this week i had never really heard it before and i really liked it um and you know how it says that he says that he also sat down with his with my father on his throne so you know mm-hmm. when jesus went back to heaven he yeah. sat down at the right hand of the father yeah and i heard this week that um when they stoned stephen you know back in yeah and we did in acts chapter seven it says that as they were stoning him it says he looked up into heaven and he sees jesus standing at the right hand of God. Mm. He stood up to receive Stephen. Oh, wow. Isn't that lovely? Yeah. I was just like, because like, he was just so grateful for what Stephen had done. Mm-hmm. Like, imagine that. And I just think, wow, I want I want him to be like, here she comes. Yeah. Do you and, and because, and that, the only way that it can happen is when someone is hot for God uh-huh. is living at large and living mm-hmm. and loving and serving and the only way we can do that is that continual bringing ourselves before him and saying here I am mm. and we will make mistakes and we will let him down but oh my goodness wasn't that just amazing like yeah. do you know that like, he stood up and I thought, I thought it was so cool yeah and I'm just like wow you know like when like on Britain's Got Talent 
after you've done really really well they yeah. all give you a standing ovation yeah. and they start to cry and you're yeah. like and then you almost start to cry because they're yeah. crying and yeah, it's like yeah. really emotional yeah. Yeah. can you imagine like that's just people i know can you imagine the jesus angels. stands up for yeah, you yeah and the angels it's amazing so yeah We've got so much to learn, haven't we, from mm-hmm. all of these churches and what what the Spirit has said. You know, if we have an ear to hear, let us hear. Mm-hmm. And, um, like, you know, Philadelphia, it's the one we want to try and emulate, isn't mm-hmm. it? But also I think it, it would be dangerous to pretend that other things don't go on. Yeah. So we need yeah. to make sure that we eradicate Mm-hmm. that we actually instead of being loveless we love mm-hmm. instead of you know when we're suffering that we put him first when yeah. um, we compromise we put that aside yeah. and, and like we say um philadelphia was one of the younger churches yes. and we don't want to say that their amazing um, witness was just because they were young but they hadn't been through the years and so i think mm. it's sometimes a little bit naive to say yeah we're a church like philadelphia mm. and not realize that years make a difference but yeah, the churches, they're all a very good example of what we should be, should what we shouldn't, shouldn't be. Yeah, yeah I, th- I think it's been really great for us to go through this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And to put that into practice in our own church mm-hmm. and in our own lives, mm-hmm. because actually I don't think you can change your church without changing your life first. Absolutely. It becomes... Absolutely. Begins, That's our new word. Absolutely. Begins in us, doesn't it? That's Amen. how the Bible comes. It begins within the individuals. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, we're not entirely sure what we're going to do next month, but we hope you'll join us then too. Yeah. See you then. See you then. Bye. Bye.